and welcome back to Beer End. This week, erotic thrillers, a movie genre close to Eric's heart. <laughs> uh, um, what? <laughs> beer End is a podcast where we cover a style of beer each episode accompanied by a topic of interest to one or both of us. My name is Adrian. Joining me as always is Eric. Hello, Eric. How are you doing this week? Good age. Hello, everyone. Welcome back in uh, yeah. 2023. Yeah. It's Happy Chinese a... New Year as well. Yeah, of course. Recording. What was it? Late, late January. Yeah. So hmm. um, happy New Year and happy Lunar New Year to everyone. Hmm. Um, <laughs> what did you celebrate with today, Eric? What did I celebrate with today? Um, well, oh, well, Chinese New Year pretty much happened last week. But yeah, um, today, what did I get up to? <laughs> you made it sound like today was <laughs> Chinese New Year, Eric. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, today was just... Um, just keep the, uh, the mystery of the podcast recording alive. <laughs> yeah, no, today was just a regular Sunday for me. So, okay. um, I went to my local cafe. I had a, a, a nice strong flat white and a carrot cake and mm. also a uh, an assorted nut butter toast. It was delicious. It was darkly roasted mm. as well. Very tasty. Mm, very I mean, nice. And, and then a bit <laughs> of... I don't think that's what people wanted to hear. Sorry. <laughs> sorry Tell me that. what kind of nuts were in the assortment. You know? I think was a bit... You want me to go through? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm kidding, not no. too sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we but, should uh, but, but, reintroduce yeah, what, our, our podcast. Um, yeah. Beer and is an excuse for us to talk or catch up <laughs> whilst we have a beer. Um, and... Yeah. Yeah, we we've done a few. Actually, this is our tenth episode, Eric. Oh yeah, there's a there's a bit of a milestone. Eh? I'm quite <laughs> I'm quite actually surprised that we we got through so many. Yeah, I thought yeah. we were going to run out of things to talk about, but I think mm. we might sooner. Well, we've we've <laughs> we've gone to erotic thrillers this week, so let's see. Clutching. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so we should note that this is a beer discussion by non-experts so anything we say um is and could well be wrong um <laughs> so uh also wrong. <laughs> i'm certainly not an expert on erotic thrillers eric might be but um you know we also might get our facts and our <laughs> opinions wrong there too eric and i are mates from uni currently yep. live in different countries where are you eric i'm in singapore hmm. and Age, where are you? Melbourne. Oh, <laughs> um, so we both went to uni in Melbourne and have found ourselves in other countries, although I'm back here. <laughs> so this has been a good excuse for us to catch up and, yeah, see what, what's been happening. We, we took a bit of to a... Do... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah go. Sorry. I was going to say, um, yeah, because we were planning on doing our, our 10th episode, I think, just before Christmas, I think, age. We were going to do yes. like a bit of a Christmas special, right? So... We were going to do a Christmas special. I was a bit busy myself with some postgrad studies I was finishing up and Christmas rolled around and we just couldn't work out a time. Yeah, but um, we're still like, we're going to, you know, kick kick off the new year with a, maybe a, the Christmas themed beers that we were planning on doing, mm, right? They were, um, so, we, we both bought some yeah Christmas themed beers that we, we saved for the podcast and unfortunately saved it a bit late. <laughs> Um, but we'll crack it now anyway and, um, yeah. and just have a belated Christmas celebration. So what have you brought, Eric? Absolutely. I have bought 
Oh, I actually got this um, from a, a local um, brewer. They're one of my favorites, actually. They're um, called Sunbird. Mm. Um, and they do some really, really interesting flavors, and I've always been a fan of them. I actually bought 10, an, an assortment of 10, actually. Oh, I thought before. you had 10 of that one Christmas beer. No, 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 no. That's good. <laughs> oh. um, so I've, this is, I'm down to my last one. So I got mm. this just um, before Christmas, and this is a um, lingonberry and hazelnut yeah. milk stout. So um, quite interesting. Um, it's about six percent. Yeah. Um, the can says, um, "What's the description?" Uh, Gather by the fireplace and hear the Yule log crackles as we celebrate the year-end festivities with a spiced lingonberries and velvety hazelnut chocolate milk stout. Assure to warm your heart. Nice. Anyway, that's the description. Mm. Sounds nice and cozy. And Singaporean brewery. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Mass, they're like, they're really popular. Well, mm. I, 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 I like them anyway. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I think they're popular. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah what, what have you brought this week? I brought a beer from Bright Brewery in, in sort Bright? of, yeah, in Bright, regional <laughs> Victoria-ish, I guess you'd call it. My friend lives up in Yakandanda. Uh, Ryan and uh, often will go to the Bright Brewery along the way. Um, not that I picked this one up at the Bright Brewery. Mm. I just got this from the local bottle shop, but uh, they're a very good brewery. Uh, and I thought, why not? Uh, and it was also about the only Christmas beer I could find at the time. So it, it ticked a couple yeah. of categories, a good brewery and the only one I could find. So mine's a big Jolly Boy Christmas ale. There he is. Oh, I like the can. I yeah, like yeah. the can. <laughs> I'm actually really not sure what style of beer this is. It just says, make this Christmas a cracker by sharing it with a big jelly boy. A little bit sweet <laughs> and a little bit spicy. Big jelly boy is one guest you'll want to invite back to the Christmas table. So it doesn't really give me a whole lot of information, but um, let's crack them and find out, hey, Eric? Yeah, yeah. Have, have, you, have you got like a mate that is like um, considered a, a big jolly boy? <laughs> or like, you know, like... Yeah, that one friend that's always like quite, I don't know, he doesn't offend anyone. He's just nice to have around and he's just mm. always like in a jolly mood. Always like never any issues, never any like tiffs with his missus. Just like, it's a nice guy to have around. Um, I don't know. I'm sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, may- maybe if I can't think of anyone, it means it's it's me. I'm the big jolly boy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you're a jolly boy. I don't know if you're a big jolly boy. No. <laughs> um. Well, cheers, Eric. Cheers, mate. Oh, uh, yours is dark. Happy... Yeah, is it really? Well, delicious? I guess a stout would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, happy belated Christmas and, and um, happy Lunar happy New Year to you. Lunar New Year. Oh, cheers, bro. Mm. Oh, oh. Yummy. Right. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Mine's interesting. Is yours, has yours got a description? Like, I, I, I don't, don't know. Like, it looks red. It looks very red. Yeah, I'm going to call it an amber ale, but it actually doesn't say what style of beer it is. Um, mm. Certainly, yeah, a little bit spicy. Um, not like a chili, but like a, like, spiced. <laughs> um, okay. You know, like um, Christmas spices. <laughs> like, like Szechuan? <laughs> Not like that. 
Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Hang on, I'll have to, I'll have to continue to sip to to tell you. Um, oh yeah. Hmm. Mine's strange. Yeah, it's it's it, <laughs> it actually almost tastes like a lager as the the base. Red lager or a draft. I don't know. It's like it's quite bitter, but then. It does have a weird sweetness to it, and it has a, mm. yeah, like a kind of, uh, is that like cinnamony kind of, it's not cinnamon though either. I'll have to keep drinking it and let you know. I don't love it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, not what I expected. Make... I was hoping it would be a bit more malty, but it's a bit more bitter than I thought. Yeah. A lot more bitter. But in saying that, like, it's actually a beer you could probably drink a couple of, not like a, you know, full, full flavoured uh, hit to the face kind of like out there stout that you can get. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Looks good though. It's like a nice, nice color, but yeah, it's a lot more straightforward than I thought. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, I thought it might be a bit more wacky, which I kind of like, but um, yeah, no, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> nice can anyway. Nice, nice can. Nice yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if there's much more to say about mine. It was a bit more boring than I thought it was. <laughs> it's a bit boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, underwhelming Christmas yeah, beer. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily invite this one back to the table. Hmm. A good brewery nonetheless. Um, mm. Not to detract from bright brewing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you, Eric? As your Meanwhile, stout. Yeah, I think this is quite good. I think the lingon berry which is any berry is quite sour I, i've never had a lingon berry but yeah i wouldn't so. even know what that is that seems to be quite a popular berry that they put in to christmas lingon. maybe mulled wine is it lingon berry mulled wine i don't know how do l-i-n-g-o-n berry um i feel like it's um a popular Mountain yeah, cranberry. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a cranberry. It's essentially yeah. a cranberry. Then yeah. okay, no, nothing special there. <laughs> but um, yeah, it definitely does taste like um, you got a nice the the cranberry is actually quite strong in this, or the lingonberry I should say is quite strong, mm. and then you've got spicy notes as well. Mm. Most of it smells like cinnamon. Okay, cinnamon and cranberry. That's what it is. Cinnamon and cran. It's like a cinnamon and cranberry stout. Mm. The hazelnut. Is not so strong. Just get it at the end there, though. Yeah, a little bit of that that hazelnut at the end. Yeah, a lot of stouts I kind of feel have that chocolatey finish, so maybe that just blends in there. It works. It works. It reminds mm. me of, I guess, like having um, you know, when you've had too many Ferrero Rochers on Christmas Day, <laughs> you feel a bit guilty and you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't yeah, want to yeah. polish off yeah, another yeah. one. We end like, up with um a good chocolate stash at work um yeah yeah at, at christmas time um i know the feeling you know the feeling right mm. well this is like you've had too many for rochers and you're like oh i'm a bit thirsty but it's <laughs> but it gets to the point where like you want a beer right what i'm trying to say is you wouldn't want to drink this okay go, oh, it's not going to quench gosh, your thirst this is not going to help yeah. yeah but um as a starter um or as a, a nightcap, mm. just before your uncle and auntie gets a bit, um, a bit rowdy by the end of the family <laughs> gathering, where they've done some 
bed and done some silly things to embarrass all the all the young cousins. Yeah, this mm. is something you want to finish off with and then maybe head home. Yeah. What's the percentage on it? It's about six percent. Okay. Yeah, mine's seven. Yeah. Um, which is surprising for like a, a beer like that. Yeah. Doesn't taste strong. Hmm. Mm. Highly yeah. recommend though. Um, but yeah, I think um have you up had any like really nice Christmas stouts or other styles of beers previously that's a bit like I don't know have you had like a roast ham or a ro- <laughs> like a, like you know a turkey a, a, a turkey cranberry um based beer I don't know something like a bit out there that's that's very no. Christmas themed um or like not not a meat based beer no um or but, a- oh, actually I did have a um <laughs> My my friend Cam brought around a um, it it was a beer brewed with bone broth. <laughs> Whoa! Um, Gosh. which yeah, I mean I'm vegetarian, so I ordinarily wouldn't have bought it myself, but um, mm. he brought it around, so I had to go. It was, I mean, I think it was fine. I can't really remember it, but it's an odd odd combination to put in a beer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I did look up some um christmas beers that i'd had before have you seen like those delirium the ones in it looks like a um kind of stone marble bottle um and it's got like the pink elephant on it yes i oh wait isn't that bell like a belgian type Hmm. beer yeah 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 Yeah. i have i have had a delirium yeah yeah delirium noel um the christmas version oh very good very good yeah yeah i think it's like 10 percent. so you gotta be careful that's probably like my most memorable Christmas beer, but no, no turkey, no ham. Mind you, like, did you say turkey before? Because I don't know anyone in Australia who really has turkey at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I did say turkey, and yeah. then I also did say ham. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about a honey, a honey, a honey ham? Oh honey yeah, yeah. With... Um, yeah, we always have. Again, I'm <laughs> vegetarian myself, but like, yeah, mum and dad always have the the ham glazed. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that would be nice, Age. A Christmas. smoked honey ham yeah, kind of lager. I reckon that'd yeah. work. Yeah, I mean, I've had like bacon beers, I guess, before, so why not? <laughs> I'm trying to disclose how many meat based beers you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like vegetarian. <laughs> well, that one might have been before. Um, oh, yeah. mate, you are. <laughs> hypocrite. What a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Um, from this magical animal that does that that makes all these different meats ham bacon pork yeah it's pretty amazing right like <laughs> i don't think any other animal has such a, a <laughs> like a greatest hits of like good meat <laughs> it's like that's another it's like sweet and sour chicken no <laughs> it's sweet and sour pork mate it's lemon chicken it's <laughs> what? Oh, but you know what I mean? It's like mm. there's no such thing as a char seal chicken or a char seal beef. It's black and pepper beef or a char seal pork, which is a bar- like roast barbecue pork. I you know what I mean? Like out of all out of all the or out of like the three main meat groups in chicken, beef, and pork, I think mm. pork has the most versatility, versatility. and it mm-hmm. and it also has the most kind of like m- renowned greatest hits of meat of 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 its kind of meat 
Does that make sense? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Look chicken, what have you got? Chicken, you got roast chicken. Rosemary. You can fry it. You can grill it. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. Yeah. Beef, what? Beef, you've got roast beef. You've got, you know, if you want to go more um, Asian, then you've got black and pepper beef. Black bean. Black bean. Black bean at the local. But now you're just naming flavors. Like, that's the sauce yeah, that but, goes on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, in terms of the, um, I guess, the flavors that you can do with, um, the meats as well like oh, yeah you can do a bit more with pork i think okay mm. sure mm. yeah i don't know where we're going with that but mm. yeah uh, christmas beers I mean. hey um christmas <laughs> do you want to hear, hear a bit of uh history of christmas beers yes please where do you think and now i think i've kind of read a couple of different histories of christmas beers but but when you think like origins of 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 christmas style beers you know what uh ancestry comes to mind i don't know uh alemania what's alemania i think that's germany oh okay hmm. that's Germ- is it Manya, german honestly no idea i'll have to In take germany? your word on that one i would say germany though mm. uh no I, I guess older than that I hope my my knowledge of history isn't too bad, but Viking culture <laughs> um, oh. was, I guess, where this article claimed it came from. Ooh. They're dark, rich, strong ales, which the tradition of brewing special beers for the time of the year can be traced back to none other than the Vikings. Many sources note that the Scandinavian sea warriors enjoy these heady Multi beers during the cold December twenty first Yule, the Scandinavian Yuletide um, celebrations, oh, which Yule. involved drinking to the Norse gods. Oh, age! Yeah, that's where this beer is inspired from. Ah. the Yule log. Oh, okay. That's when you, yeah, when you burn when you burn the Yule logs, mm. and that's when you sit around the the fireplace burning the Yule logs. Oh, wow. We made a connection there. Yeah, we Good go. job. Good job. <laughs> I'm learning something. Yeah. Um, this is the funny part, though. Um, time went by, and eventually these gods were replaced once Christianity became the official religion of Norway. Um, yeah. As part of the efforts to introduce Christianity to Norwegians, King Hakon I ordained mm. that each household must only brew Christmas beer, but also not, must not only gr- brew Christmas beer, but also host a party. Failure to do yep. so would mean fines and even losing land. Many centuries later, wow. Norwegian Legislative Assembly, the Galating, mm. oh, no, I should have practiced that, um, officially formalized the king's beer decree. <laughs> um, to make these beers, brewers use nothing less than their best grain sourced from the farms. The better the ability to brew unique beer, the higher the brewer's status. Uh, as a result, oh, wow. brewers kept experimenting with new ingredients like juniper and other herbs to create interesting flavors. A good Christmas beer also requires to be strong, so brewers made use of tobacco, sugar, and syrups to make more intense brews. Um, that's kind of cool. Um, oh, there you go. There's a few different like um, histories there with like druids as well. So I think like it probably didn't exclusively come from viking origins but 
yeah, I think there's a lot of different histories within Europe. Oh, wow. Like, I feel like um, when we were in Norway Mm. in Viking culture and went to visit my um, cousin-in-law, Thomas. Oh, yeah. Thomas. Mm. And you know how he lives down south in in Christiansand? Yeah. And then the when we went there, he, he used to always joke, oh, you guys got your VB, we got our CB. <laughs> and CB was there. It was the, it stands for Christian Sons Brigery, I think. Yeah. And that's their, that's their VB of. Their Victorian of, of, bitter of, of Norway. Yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah. of Christian Sun. Yeah, yeah. He used to always make fun of VB. Um, he goes, oh, oh, we got CB. But it's just another lager. Yeah, it's special. not a competition, but it is. <laughs> but it is. He would always say that. <laughs> But um, no, but when we were there, I don't think I tried too many um, CBs, I guess. No, I had a few CBs, but not mm. too many um, uh, Christmas Christmas style beers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I think well, we were there mid-year anyway, so it would have been the wrong time of year. Yeah, true, true. Mm. Um, yeah, well, yeah. well. That's my Christmas facts. <laughs> thanks for sharing. I, I, a belated Christmas oh. beer fact. <laughs> Yeah, but still, still important for, for the five listeners. I think they they always hang in for these facts. So um, <laughs> I'm glad we could share. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a it's a verified source, right? Yeah, you know, um, Google produced something from Brewer World, so oh, perfect. Hmm. Yeah, let's call it legitimate. <laughs> 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 um, I, I haven't got anything else to say about Christmas beers or, or, or the beer I'm having today. Mm. Yeah. You got anything um, more to add, age? No, I just, um, when I was in the UK for a couple of Christmases, um, I was up in York and yeah, they, it was, it was, it was like much better weather for those kind of beers. Um, and you know, those really heavy kind of you know, flavoursome, yeah, rich beers. It just worked really well being in a cold environment, going into a pub, yep. finding something nice like that. Um, and there was quite a nice, um, yeah, little, it was kind of like my, one of my locals, but it was a bottle shop downstairs and a pub upstairs, essentially. It was really mm. cramped because it was such an old building, but it had such a cool vibe. And yeah, that's why I... I don't know if I'd had it before, but that's where I found the Delirium Noel uh, beer. Mm. And, yeah, it's just such a good good time to drink beers like that. <laughs> it's just not quite the same in Australia because it's hot. <laughs> hot, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's why um, this Bright Brewery did, like, more of a, a lagery draft-style beer rather than oh, a, yeah. a, a, um, yeah, a, a thick stout for, for midsummer. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it does. Drinking it now, kind of. Yeah, I I get it, but I just don't quite like it. it has a good nose it's on it, actually. It does smell a lot sweeter than it tastes. <laughs> it's essentially a a four X with a bit of um, red red dye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. A little snake bite. A little snake bite. Yes. Did you ever have those? Uh, I mean, raspberry cordial and and lager. Yeah. Pretty much. I think, was it half yeah. beer, half cider? And then the little bit of raspberry cordial? 
the uh, I mean, the first time I had a snake bite was on an end of season soccer trip in um in Cairns. Yeah. And um, all, all my teammates were like, "Oh, Eric, you want a snake bite?" And I was like, what the hell is a "Snake bite." And he's like, "Oh, beer with ras." Well, they put pretty much half half of it was raspberry cordial. Oh no, that's yeah, so that's sweet. way too much. Yeah, it was sweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any amount cool. of raspberry cordial in your beer is probably too much, but half. Oh, yeah, I got high. I was so high. I was yeah. swimming so many laps afterwards. It was, yeah. it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was um, yeah, good memories. Mm. Snake bite. Want a snake bite? Want a snake bite? <laughs> mm. So so Australian. Now they call a drink a snake bite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I definitely. What's a spider bite then? What's a spider bite? Edge. What, how would oh, you make a spider bite? Um, put some ice cream in it. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> i don't know if that's like a australian thing now that i mention it but like yeah growing up going to like the milk bar you could get a a spider which was a, a drink which was just lemonade and a scoop of ice cream in it yeah yeah um oh, yeah that's, that's a coke float yeah oh, oh, it's a yeah, it's a okay. coke float, right? yeah 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 right <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's a spider, not a spider bite. But yeah, yeah, no, no idea. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, um, shall we move on to the and topic for this week? Yeah, the and topic. Mm. Now, now, why, why were erotic thrillers on your mind, Eric? Why have we gone with erotic thrillers? Good question. I think we, I think we were like deciding what we could um, what we could discuss on on this on this tenth episode, and I um. I don't know. I guess I um. I you, was, you've shared uh, theories with me before about the yeah. I've shared theories and you know, um, the the fall or the the absence of current erotic thrillers coming to the cinemas. <laughs> before I think there are still uh, erotic thriller movies made and, and series made. Mm. I'm, I'm sure we've all seen it uh, in Netflix and um. And it's been um, your fun. algorithm must be a bit different to mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I think um, I guess my theory is, and I'll share this with everyone: is um, I think when 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 we used to go to the video shop to to borrow movies, I think um, erot- the erotic thriller section was always quite a a vast. Um, section with you know next to the horror as well but and mystery thrillers mm. but you know like, it was great it was great when you used to be able to go to the um uh the video shop and just look at all the different genres right yeah yeah and um i don't know if it is um the absence of video shops now and online streaming and that is secondary to um the internet taking off mm. but i feel like ever since um um, the internet has has taken off in the early two thousands, right? Um, erotic thriller movies as like a uh, a movie um, being advertised at the cinemas is definitely um, not a not a thing anymore. And I don't know if it's because um, access to more <laughs> um, uh, nighttime movies or. <laughs> raunchy material is easily easily accessible for young teenage boys i don't know yeah yeah. i just say Um, the invention or the rampant um sort of exposure of pornography on the internet yeah 
and 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 the the storylines that are you know with these this with these videos as well like the the mystery of an erotic thriller is not there anymore the the, oh, okay. the um I thought you were talking about the the, the storylines of the pornography and i was like eric oh, no 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 <laughs> but there is a um there is um uh, maybe it's just a theory maybe there's a correlation there yeah. and um but I think it's still. I think um, there is a. It's making a bit of a comeback though, because okay. you look at some of the popular Netflix shows. Like this is maybe only my algorithm. Yeah. Um. But like, I think like there was a show called Three Hundred Sixty Five Days. I think like some of the Korean okay. Korean shows now they're being produced uh, are a bit more um, erotic. I guess erotic. Um. I was speaking to my friend yesterday too, and he said there is also another genre. I think like Koreans are. Are doing and i think it's a brand and it's called life lifetime stories okay this is a thing right and i go what the hell is lifetime stories right and he was saying that lifetime stories is almost like um something that can be potentially perceived in a uh a a, a spousal relationship say a man that has um two wives in, in he lives two different lives right and it's oh, almost yeah, like yeah. fantasy i guess but like it's a thing they're doing more and more of those sort of like um whether that be female or male fantasy sort of roles it could be the woman who's in a really successful career and she's got mm. you know two different partners in I don't know, two different countries and okay. living two different lives and it, it but there is always some kind of um uh thriller uh component or some kind of um bad ending to, to mm. that situation yeah yeah and um I, I think it's doing it they're doing it more and more and i think um we're not so i don't i think everyone still likes the the suspense of these stories i guess and it's not yeah. just straight away go into the you know it's not like teenage boys fast forwarding to those to those erotic scenes right yeah yeah well it's interesting because you gave me some homework um for this I episode i did give you some homework yeah yeah um, was it exciting? Yeah, I I um I actually quite enjoyed it. It was it was so Eric uh suggested a few classic um uh movies to watch and I I went with Basic Instinct. And you, it's Probably funny you mentioned of, huh? Which which I think most people yeah, have heard of, yeah. whether they've watched it or not, yeah. Yeah. Um but it's it's funny you mentioned fast forwarding to the raunchy scenes because it opens pretty strong, Eric. Um <laughs> no, does it? Yeah. You don't have to fast <laughs> forward to get you don't have to fast forward to get to any uh raunchy scenes there, Eric. It starts off <laughs> captivating from the beginning. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Um Yeah, and, and I yeah, it was it was interesting watching it because it was like I watched it with my girlfriend and, and we were like, when was this filmed? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to guess like 92. It seems like an early nineties flick. Um, mm. and it was, it, it was spot on. It was 92. Um, but it was just like such a nineties film. Yeah. <laughs> it, from like beyond just the, the genre, but like just it being like a sort of detective story from the nineties. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it oh, was just, <laughs> it was just like so much, <laughs> Um, there was so many men in it to start with. Like it was just, <laughs> apart from the femme fatales, like there was no other yes. women in the film. Um, yeah, it was, it was quite, yeah, funny. Um, and then like, I didn't really notice it until later, but like there was this scene, um, in the club, um, towards the mm. middle end anyway, when like 
yeah, Michael Douglas, go, uh, I can't remember their characters' names, goes to meet Sharon Stone at the club. Yeah. And, like, yeah. when he's there, I'm like, whoa, he looks old. <laughs> 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 like, you know, throughout the rest of the film, or for, like, until that point, I didn't really notice that there was much of an age difference between, like, Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone. Um, but when he walked in the club, he looked like a fish out of water. He did not fit in. <laughs> and then from there, I'm like, wow, actually, he is old, like, comparatively. Yeah. I wonder how old he would have been at that time. But, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, um, I digress. But I, I took some notes um, for the yeah. film, Eric. When was the last time you seen it? Oh, a while ago now. I, I haven't watched it recently. That'd be more than more than five years, I reckon. Yeah, quite some time ago. But um, five years. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vividly, uh, yeah. Um, um, but any any favorite scenes? Oh, there. I, I took some timestamps for you, Eric. Um, okay. <laughs> what you told me to go with? <laughs> you just scrub through. Yeah, yeah. I'll just scroll through. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think um, my notes went open strong. Is my yep. first comment, and then the next one, lots of males, because <laughs> um, like it, it, it starts with a, a sex scene where um, she, you know, murders a, the gentleman with an ice pick, um, yes, and yes. that sets up the the sort of who done it because um, you yep. don't see her face, um, yeah, and and then like the next scene is the investigation, um, and it's just like ten male detectives in this room making snide <laughs> comments about you know, um, the state of the room and like, it's just, they're all cracking jokes and it just seems real bro-y and, and inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like so early nineties though. And then he's forced to go see the psychologist and it turns out yeah. they've had a sexual relationship. And it's like, well, why is he seeing her? Um, and it like, yeah. And it persists throughout the whole film. Um, mm. I'm like, it's a completely inappropriate relationship. And then the next one I had was many stereotypes in the movie. They had this like slightly overweight partner of Michael Douglas. Um, yeah. Who they kind of like, he was, they didn't like make fun of him. Like none of the characters made fun of him, but just the way he acted was kind of like a bit, you know, it seemed like they were making fun of him. Um, he was always shouting. He's not shouting. the Seinfeld, right? He's not the actor. No, 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 no. That no, no, Newman. No, no. Um, yeah, he, Newman. He's yeah, only yeah. in that um, iconic scene at um, 2647. <laughs> okay, which iconic scene are you alluding to? Um, the interrogation scene where Sharon Stone's. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Um, Can you describe the scene? Revealed to not wear underwear. That's a, Yeah, that is like so iconic. I think that made that movie. I think mm. like. People still do parodies about that scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but, but again, um, that's yeah. another scene where it's like it was one woman in this room with like seven guys and it like, it's just so weird. It's so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and Newman's in there. Yeah, that's about the sweating, only. Yeah, 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 exactly. Bullets. He's always sweating. <laughs> that's about the only scene he's in though. I had a theory halfway through the film where I said, um, oh, yeah, because they kept talking about Michael Douglas being a, he shot some tourists. And yeah, that's why I was seeing the psychologist and it like, they were accidental shootings, but he killed them. Yeah. Um, right. I thought that would come up and I thought maybe Sharon Stone was like close to one of the people that Michael Douglas killed. And so it was all mm. a ploy to get back at him. Um, mm -mm. but it never really went anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, 
Michael confronting Sharon in her house, so close. Not sure what I meant by that. <laughs> um, and <laughs> the next note I had, Michael seems a real shady character, unlikable. <laughs> um, the more like he was, the more you found out about him, the less I liked him. Um, yeah, he was a bit of a creep. Um, he looks so old in the club scene. Oh, Gus, that was the, the, the slightly overweight partner. Um, towards the end, we were like, yeah, he seems like a disposable character. And then there was that scene where he goes into the apartment complex. Um, and it was just, I laughed out loud when he walked across the road and it looked like a car was about to hit him. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then it just drives past him. But then, you know, he met his fate soon after and then oh yeah and then i like we won't spoil it but the 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 shot at the end was very good i actually thought that was quite clever um (laughs) i don't know if you remember like what they finished the film on it wasn't similar to the start was it age yeah it was actually yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it was yeah yeah yeah. there was a few fake outs that you thought something might happen and then it didn't um yeah 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 and then it it you know, pan down below um, and showed you what what was, you know, almost his fate. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, I thought that was actually quite good. I, I thought that yeah. was a really strong end. Yeah, once it all kind of wrapped up. But it was just like, yeah, it was such a 90s film. Um, and, yeah, I and I don't think a film like that in that vein would be received particularly well now. Even, yeah, I guess, like, tone-wise, yeah, it's probably a bit outdated and a bit, you know, male gaze. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, although yeah. you do see my, a lot of Michael Douglas butt, so, you know, it's not just naked girls. Yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> and um, and and he was such a, um, I guess, he was almost typecast in the early 90s for, the, for these kind of roles as well. <laughs> yeah, when you were um, talking about the, yeah. you suggested three films and you're like, oh, they all star Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a hero of many yeah, yeah. young men back in the early nineties. I don't know. Yeah. Um, mm. um, yeah. Yeah. Like disclosure with um, with um, Demi Moore. That's another oh, okay. one. He was really mm. um, fatal attraction with Glenn Close. That's another. Oh, yeah, one that was that, the other one we yeah. looked up. Yeah. Yeah, um, so it like was a toss-up like, between Fatal Attraction and Basic Instinct, and went, Basic Instinct. Went basic but like, instinct. He, like they, I think they were quite high-grossing movies. Like Basic Instinct, definitely, and, and Fatal mm. Attraction, definitely. Yeah, um, but you know, like, they made hey, a sequel to Basic Instinct. I think they did. I think they did like three or something. They did two. Um, the second one really tanked. Um, oh, okay. Like yeah. Speed Two. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good comparison. Whoa. Box office three hundred and fifty two million. That's crazy, right? That's back huge. then as well. Back, yeah, that, in back the 90s. then, back yeah, then, yeah. that's not not that's not like like it's not comparable to the Marvel movies now. Mm. But back then, that's huge for its genre. Yeah, yeah. So wow. I'm I'm just trying to like think like I know even back then like even like going to the cinema's age or always like um, billboards for these movies. There was always like mm. a, a big poster for these movies. They would always advertise these movies and even at the video shop, right? But it's not like that anymore. You don't see these mm. movies as readily um, promoted, I guess. And maybe we're just I not keeping why... an eye out. Maybe we're not keeping an eye. Yeah. <laughs> we should try harder. Let's yeah. um, Google it. Modern erotic thrillers. 
But what would you um give Basic Instinct out of ten? Did you enjoy it? Did you and I, Susanna enjoy? <laughs> I actually did enjoy it in the end, um, mm. because it was like a who done it. Like it was, mm. it was pretty clear who did it. But then they threw in enough like doubts along the way. Yep. And yep. Sharon Stone was so good in it, in just like the way she casted those doubts. Yeah, and like really manipulated everyone around her. It's yeah, no, it was actually pretty good. I and as much as like, <laughs> and that's a good point with the amount of men cast in these kind of movies. I'm sure Fatal Attraction mm. was like very similar, but like in a in a in a strange way, the from what you're saying with like um, Sharon Stone, right? It's a very mm female empowering role like even for back for back then and i think that's yeah. where some of its appeal comes from as well it's like oh man this this woman has every man you know mm. under her thumb it's just like yeah gold. yeah it's just like done and i was like that's why it's like very intriguing and, but yeah but mm. yeah but for for a teenage boy i think that's um probably watching it not for the storyline <laughs> no joke Mm, many a truth um, said in jest eric yeah uh, uh, excuse me <laughs> <laughs> um i was trying to look up some other ones um it's interesting mm. what they class as erotic thrillers but there's a movie that came out like last year don't worry darling that they put in that category um don't worry darling yeah harry styles on... florence Pugh. oh yes yes mm. um, um with um olivia wilde yeah yeah she directed it yeah and she was in it yeah. Hey, they ended up dating after that movie, I think. Mm. Um, but then they put, like, Ex Machina in it, which I think is more sci-fi than erotic thriller. I, yeah, I don't think that's um, erotic thriller. Now, yeah. that's a good movie. That is a good movie, Ex Machina. Yeah, I really oh, love yes. that. Everyone, um, please watch Ex Machina. <laughs> well, we're biased, though, because we're Alicia Vikander fans. So mm, bit, yeah. We're biased. But you're, you're the... Uh, <laughs> what's the main guy? What's the main guy? You're a fan of him. Ah, oh, um, Dom, uh, Gleason? No, not no. Dom Hall. Dom Hall. Dom Hall Gleason. Yeah, yeah. Dom Hall Gleason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah. Most of these are pretty old films in this list. Um, there's really not much that's recent. Um, uh, Gone Girl. They. Uh, oh yeah. Actually, I can Gone see Girl? that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely. Gone Girl's definitely one. Yeah, that was yeah. very good. Yeah, Cruel Intentions. <laughs> Cruel Intentions. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with um, Ryan Philippe? <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah, I like Cruel Intentions, actually. Not bad. Yeah, they definitely need to do more of them. I think they're... Yeah. Like, Gone Girl, like... I, I read the book before I saw the movie. And it was quite a, quite uh, okay. a good read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was very good. I've only seen it. Um, I'm sure there's a lot. But, mm. like, when you, when you look at books... Uh, like I, I feel like um, there are a lot of mystery thrillers. I mm. think it's a big genre when it comes to books, but I don't know these days with movies. There's not a lot of not a lot of mystery thrillers or yeah. erotic thrillers. I think it's not as much as it used to be. Yeah, because I think like also just you know what what people are going to the movies to to see and spend money mm. on has mm. changed. So I mean, it's easy to kind of look at you know Marvel and superheroes and go. Yeah, people go pay money to see that, and they're not going to pay mm. money to see an erotic thriller like they did in the nineties. Um, but <laughs> but yeah. why? But why? Yeah, but why? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it, yeah, 
it's interesting because I guess like, you know, most high grossing films now um, mm. certainly aren't like this because I think that landscape has definitely changed, right? Age. I'm sure back then, yeah. um, erotic thrillers, mystery thrillers made a lot of money at the box office. Yeah. But well, yeah, like came. it was the fourth highest grossing film of 92. That's crazy, right? Mm. It's absolutely yeah, crazy. Yeah. What, Behind, what, was, what was the top three? This is actually really funny. Um, <laughs> Aladdin was number one. Makes oh, sense. wow. 500 million. Yes. Um, the Bodyguard <laughs> was number two. It's <laughs> a romantic movie. Yeah, yeah. And then this is the funny one Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Huh? Home Alone 2? <laughs> Number three. Actually, with... no, Home Alone 2 was very good, though. Honestly, I I mean, I, I remember seeing it, but I just remember it being more of the same. Oh, man. Batman Returns was only six. That's not... That's No, that's not... That's Batman for it. I was thinking of Arnie. Arnie. No, no. This is um we... Danny DeVito. Nice, man. Oh, Danny DeVito. Okay. Penguin. Um, I, I wanted... I, I guess I wanted to ask you as well. Like, like, I, I guess for me, that is a bit of a, a bygone movie genre. Hmm. I wanted to ask you, like, uh, are there any other kind of genres that, where you feel like that were big in the, the 90s, early 2000s, but are not so prevalent now, hmm. especially at, at, at the box office? Because I, I don't know if it's just I don't, you know, look for them because I'm older now, but, like, those sports movies, you know? Not just like Mighty Ducks, not just Mighty Ducks, but like any kind of sport movie. I remember, like, even weirdly, like, uh, you know, baseball isn't really a, a big sport in, yeah, in Australia, but I just remember, you know, baseball films as a kid growing up. Um, with oh, Kevin Costner, he was typecast into a lot of baseball <laughs> films, yeah, Field of Dreams, yeah, that's um, what's that one, um, with the was, dog, Golden it, Retriever, yeah, with the ah. Oh. Are you talking about um Airbud? Airbud. Air <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think hey, it was buddy. the one about Lou Reed. Um, Lou Reed, who's no wait, is it Lou no, Reed? No, 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 Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. Yeah. Lou Reed. <laughs> Lou Gehrig. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Lou Reed's the uh, from he's the he's the rock artist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lou Gehrig's disease. He's yeah, the guy yeah. That, I don't know. I'm um, not sure. Oh, maybe I'm not. Thinking Blue of the right Reed. film, it was one. It had like some sort of dog in it. Look, this is huh? just email us if you can think of the um the 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 nineties baseball film with some dog in it that isn't Airbud. Um, <laughs> send it to beer and podcast at gmail dot com. Please send us an email. Please, please, oh. please, please, please. Dog. Yeah, that. Yeah, sport movies are those, those kind of sport movies, anyways. Um, I, I was thinking about like um, action parody movies. Sandlot. Like, I think uh, it was Sandlot. The what? Sandlot. The Sandlot. Mm, yeah, yeah. 93 American coming of age sports comedy film. Uh, I, don't th- I don't think I've ever seen that. The mm. Yeah, it's just weird that, like, yeah, it's a. Well, I guess, like, we didn't. Like, Australia probably wasn't producing these kind of films. Definitely not. So, you know, we were stuck with baseball films in the <laughs> 90s in Australia. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I guess that's one genre. I'd... But I'm sure they still make them. I just don't think I'm looking for them. Like, especially, like, kid-orientated ones. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm probably wrong. 
they probably still exist. Yeah, I don't know what genres come to mind for you that that just aren't what they used to be. Um, I I was gonna say um action parody movies like Hot Shots with um <laughs> the Hot Shots series or Hot Shots franchise with um Charlie Sheen. That was yeah, very right. popular back in the day. Mm. Um, there was also um the Naked Gun. What's that? <laughs> the Naked Gun, yeah. Mm. The Naked Gun with what's his name? Liam, not Liam. Naked Gun, thirty three and a third, the final yeah, yeah. insult. L- Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he was like typecast into those sort of like action parody. Oh yeah, yeah. Roles. I think he um, leant into it. I don't think he was typecast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he definitely. Um, yeah. He he volunteered for those ones. Yeah. Um, parody horror, like scary movie. I think um, just a lot of those parody kind of films of. Yeah, they're just not funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, they don't hold up, huh? No. That was um, an early 2000s trend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was also thinking stoner comedy films, like Jay and uh, Silent Bob, Dude, Where's My Car, Pineapple Express. Yeah. I don't think they do as as many of them anymore. I, I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I mean, have you thought of one like that was done recently? Yeah. That's been successful, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean nothing comes to mind that I'm sure. Um, I'm sure they exist. I, I kind of feel like stoner comedies are always funny, right? Yeah, uh, depends if you're in the mood, I guess. <laughs> you have um, to be in the mood. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> did you ever watch American Ultra? No. That was a weird one. That was, um, uh, combination. Um, who the, where is it? Um, Jesse Eisenberg, Kristen Stewart. Oh, Jesse Eisenberg, Kristen Stewart. That was 2015. So that's still getting, getting on. American Ultra. No, never seen American Ultra. Um, look, I have very vague memories of it i don't think it was particularly memorable but yeah it it, it was fine because i think <laughs> um days and confused that was an old one but yeah i don't know and their their parody action parody or no 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 that's a stoner movie days and confused uh, that's like real oh. classic 90s oh days and confused yes yeah, days yeah, and yeah. Confused. Um, american ultra is also a stoner movie yeah, but like a very mixed genre. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm not not finding much on my internet search. Yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure there's some films that they can point to. You know, just have to email us at beerandpodcast at gmail dot com with your recommendations for stoner flicks. Yes, please. Yes, please. Mm. What about um? What are your thoughts on buddy cop movies? Do you think that's a bi- a bygone sort of genre, or do they still do it quite well? It is a bit, but I think there are still a few. But I think mine, the ones I I can think of, probably aren't that recent. Because what was that one with the two guys from New Girl? Two guys from New Girl. Um, um what's his name? I, f- I forget their names. <laughs> the two guys from New Girl. You're talking about like Winston and um, no, Winston was the cat, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, Winston. <laughs> yeah, Winston Schmidt. 
Schmidt and no, Nick. no, no, no. Winston, there's a Winston. Oh, there is. Yeah, there is a Winston. Okay, I didn't think it'd be this hard to find. But but Jake Johnson, who plays Nick, he is. He did the movie, right? Oh, let's be cops. Let's actually, be cops, yes. now that I think of it, they actually aren't. They're not cops in that film. <laughs> <laughs> they they they. I don't know. They end up with a cop car and dress up mm. as cops. So, okay, that's not a buddy cop film now that I think of it. <laughs> wow. Although it we kind of is because they end up, like, pretending to be cops and, yes. like, help out with local crime. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, now that I also look at it, it was from 2014. Again, not, okay. not recent. Yeah. Well, I made $138 million. Not bad. It's actually pretty good. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm, yeah. I always think of I always think of Will Ferrell and Mark <laughs> Wahlberg as like good buddy cop actors. Yeah. I'm just seeing here like Jump Street as well, like with mm. Channing Tatum and But again, that's almost like inverges on being a parody of the of the source material. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I don't know, like I think yeah. It's just hard to break out of <laughs> or go back to those molds, I guess. Yeah. Westerns are gone as well. Like Western kind of movies as well. Like even like Wild Wild West with. Oh, well, that's with... hardly a Western. And there are, yeah. there are good. <laughs> um, Aliens versus Cowboys. If you're going to do a Western, there has to be some kind of um, modern technological it. take on it, I reckon. Nah. Um, there's like, even like, I don't know if you'd go as far to say the hateful eight but i mean it is a western but um you know they are these they still make modern western films and they they're pretty good still although yeah django unchained another <laughs> quentin tarantino <laughs> film but like no country yeah. for old men i know that's not recent 2007 hello high water i haven't seen that one but it's supposed to be good um oh that jordan peele movie the scary one horror ah nope nope yeah, that's. I don't think bad. that's a western, but no, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Bone tomahawk, my god, that was horrific. <laughs> Bone tomahawk. Yeah, um, that's with Kurt um, Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, it's got good ratings. Yeah, I don't like very good ratings. <laughs> it's it's a bit disturbing the violence towards the end. Um, right. That's just soured my my thoughts on that film. And like I don't, <laughs> I'm I'm you know, you know I watch a lot of violent films and I don't think much of it, but that got me. <laughs> but it, I guess it was interesting before then. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, so I, I think westerns are, westerns are fine. They're doing fine. They're doing fine. Okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. We don't need to lump them in with erotic thrillers. <laughs> oh, age! I got some fifteen interesting facts about um, Michael Douglas. Oh yeah, let's let's finish up with fifteen interesting facts. Wait, yeah, is this a quiz okay. or you're just gonna tell me fifteen facts? Yeah, I'm just gonna give you fifteen facts, huh? Well, let's let's not commit to fifteen. I'll just I'll be the judge no, no. of how interesting they are, and then <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna give you all fifteen. Not all fifteen <laughs> are um, as equally interesting. Yeah. So he's got the same birthday, right, as another famous actor. I'll give you a hint. 
this actor was in the movie Zorro. Ah, um, was he Zorro? Billy Zane? Oh, no, Antonio Bo- Antonio Banderas was Zorro. Oh, no, Let's shit, see. I was thinking of, um... <laughs> you thinking about the Phantom, probably. <laughs> was the... <laughs> what was it called? Mask, the Phantom? Was it just called The Phantom? Yeah, The Phantom. Billy right, Zane haven't... was a bastard from Titanic. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. Anyway, age. Th- th- <laughs> Think of another actor. The Phantom, 1996. I'm going to have to watch that. Because that just looks awful. And so I wonder, like, if it knows it was awful when yeah, was at the bad. time. No, but I wonder I... if it knew at the time. Of course, mm. no movie knows it's awful at the time. Well, sometimes, like, they lean into the, I don't know, kind of the, the silliness of it. And that can be fun. But I just don't know if this movie knew how silly it was. Yeah. Okay. Fact two. Fact two? I mean, yeah. no. You still... Who, who's the actor? Oh, um, oh, Antonio Banderas. One. You gave it away. No, no, no. I'm oh, saying he got, was in... You got the act... Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yes, that's better. His wife. We're born oh, on the same date. 25th yeah. of September. The same year? The... <laughs> If he was already looking old in the club on <laughs> Basic Instinct, you think the same year? Yeah, no, probably not. Mm. Guess how, how many years older um, Michael Douglas is? I don't know, 15? Keep going. Oh, 20. Keep going? No. Really? Yes. Are they that far apart? I guess Michael Douglas yeah. is pretty old now, hey? He's yeah. old. Like 30? I'm 25. Okay. That's quite old, huh? Mm, yeah. That's... That's the first fact. Mm. Who do you think Michael Douglas's greatest character is of all time? Greatest. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. There was a magazine. There was a magazine called Premiere. Mm. Premiere magazine. There was a hundred greatest movie characters of all time, and one of his um, characters that he played made it to twenty-five. Oh. Made it into the top twenty-five. Hank Pym. Who's that? <laughs> no, he's the character that he plays in Ant Man and the Avengers. <laughs> oh, you... hey, um, yes. Yeah. Close. Um, Close. Michael Douglas. Um, okay, this to be movie, honest, um, I don't really Charlie know. About... Sheen. Charlie Sheen was in this film too. Was this Apocalypse Now? Oh, no, but yeah, Charlie uh, Sheen was in a lot of war movies, huh? Yeah. No, no. I've. I, 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 I might know it, but I don't know off the top of my head. It is Gordon Gecko from the movie Wall Street. Oh, no, I don't really. Hmm. I haven't seen it. Don't know. Yeah. Give me one more. His father? His father's famous. You know who his father is? Hmm. Yeah. I feel like I do know this one, but I... I think you would recognise. Um. Any Any clues, Eric? Any clues? Let me what's have a look his, at his... What's um, his father been in? Yeah, I'm trying to look at his filmography. Wow, his dad's quite old, actually. A lot of these movies you wouldn't even know, age. Mm. Yeah, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Oh, dad was in a lot of westerns, actually. Mm. Oh, who dad is it? Was in a, it is Kirk. Kirk Douglas. Uh, okay. Hmm. Kirk Douglas. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I don't Turkey. recognize him. Definitely Close looks like his dad. Life. I mean, like Michael there. <laughs> he does, huh? Yeah. G- give me one more interesting fact, Eric. One a- As more. a question. <laughs> as a question? Mm. In 2010, Michael Douglas was diagnosed with what kind of cancer? Which body part? <laughs> Which body part? Yeah. He was quite he was a man with a, low, with a high libido. Oh, prostate? No. Oh, okay. I was just trying to throw you off. But... Yeah, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. <laughs> what did he have, Eric? He had throat cancer. Oh. <laughs> it was stage four, though. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. But um, successful treatment, yeah, throat cancer. Crazy, uh, huh? Yeah, that's, yeah, not good. There you go, Michael Douglas. But good. Not bad, eh? Well, yeah. Um, well, we should probably um, wrap up our Christmas beers and erotic thrillers episode. Yeah. Although it was mostly just Michael Douglas and um, <laughs> and Basic Instinct. Um, but, uh, yeah, I <laughs> as, as, as much of a weird topic that kind of was in the end um yeah it was it was interesting to to dive into a genre i guess i kind of yeah was too afraid to to rent from blockbuster and <laughs> um at that <laughs> didn't, Likewise, my- didn't didn't have a, a a tv that would um uh not to be in view of the 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 parents at the time <laughs> yeah I was just fortunate enough to have a couple of cousins older than me, so I was fortunate enough to just <laughs> watch 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 the movies on VHS when they were out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was I was lucky enough. Yeah, mm. so I'm I'm very thankful to them that I I got that exposure. Yeah, mm. <laughs> thanks, Eddie. Is it is that who we're thanking? Hey, hey, be quiet! Oh, sorry, sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'll bleep that out. <laughs> thanks, Eddie. By the way. Appreciate it, mate. Very much. Good cousin. Yeah. Good cousin. Yeah. All right. Um, well, um, we'll wrap up and we'll yeah. look. I think at this point we're probably not going to um stick to a, a fortnightly schedule, though. We'll try. We'll try. Um. But thanks, everyone, for um for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Have you got a cheers for me to wrap it up with? Shit, I haven't got a cheers for you. Eh? Uh. Thinking. Uh, let me let me get one for you. Okay. Hmm. Well, it's good to be, good to be back chatting again, Eric. Yeah, looking forward to twenty twenty three. Hopefully, we can invite some special guests on. Huh? Hmm. Yeah. Tell tell a friend about our podcast. Yeah, if they want to send be us an email. Guest, please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> um. Let's see. Hmm. Cheers in what region of the world do you want to go in? Well, on? let's go Scandinavian, Nordic. In... Let's go Norwegian then. Easy. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I feel like um, your cousin would have taught this to us while we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'll I say like... thanks for listening and Jubal <laughs> to you all. Jubal? I've, I've got... I've got score here. Age. Oh, that sounds more like it. I don't know why mine came up with that. You got a strange algorithm too. Yeah. School.
Yeah, no, I think we'll do that. Well, after all this, um, thanks for listening and school. School, everyone, and Adet, which is apparently goodbye. Hmm. Adet. Bye. Bye.